Cooper, you're barking. <laughs> Cooper, you're barking at yourself. It's your reflection, honey. Can you say reflection? No, he can lick his ass like he just did. Cooper, leave it. But up, up, but up. A podcast, but up, up, but up. With parents, but up, up, but up. Who think they're really funny. But up, up, but up. You decide, but up, up, but up. You share it, but up, up, but up. You listen all through the night. It's April 12th, 2023. On April 12th, 2000 was the first day I think we made out and we were like, we're a couple. Because we had been flirting a couple weeks before that. Yeah, quite considerably, yeah. Yeah, and you had a girlfriend, and I said, I'm not going to be the other woman. I mean, what are you thinking here? And so you dumped your girlfriend, apparently very early in the morning or something. Very late at night. But you were there, like, consoling her, which is the oddest thing. I think it only happens to college kids where you actually console your ex because I did the same thing with an ex in college. I was like, I actually at one point said to him, I think you need to talk to one of your friends and not me. I'm the one dumping you. Like, why am I the one consoling you? This was the only time I ever dumped someone. Not that I got dumped many times myself one time. But like I told you about the girl that I dated and then... Hold on. This does not compute. Because your sister toasted you at our wedding to say... That you've dated every woman in the universe. So you've, you've done no dumping and been dumped only once. So tell me about that. Because my sister was joking about my elementary and middle school dating, which is you find someone cute, you say, do you like me? I like you, let's go out. And then you actually don't talk to each other because you're too nervous now. Gotcha. So I was actively pursuing girls at 12 years old. Oh. And being pursued by, but did things happen? No. Okay, okay. I thought she was saying, like, even like in high school and college, you're just in high school, I it had, out. In high school, I had. Yeah, I guess I broke up with my first girlfriend, but I just, like, it was kind of like I told her friend to tell her. Like, you know, yeah, this is how yeah, terrible yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the girlfriend I had from sophomore year to the beginning of junior year dumped me. And then I dated this girl who we. Well, I great dated Julia for a while as she was transitioning from one of my other friends to another friend. I was like the meat in the middle of a long-term sandwich for her. Ew, um, gross. <laughs> um, but I didn't really, I didn't really date her that much. I don't think I kissed her. Um, then this next girl, my junior year, who came back from a trip to Vegas with her family and came back with fake nails and I couldn't hold her hand and we subsequently broke up because of that. Because her nails were too long, you couldn't reach her fingers? They're just so gross. I was so repulsed by it. I can see that. Um, I can see that. She also bit her fingernails, which also repulsed me. No, her regular nails. So I kind of was like, okay with that. But then she got fake nails. Um, Do we have to move the dog? Seriously, everyone's going to just hear chewing on the podcast. Cooper, can you knock it off with the stick? Ay, ay, ay. (laughs) Alright, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Should I take the stick or get rid of the dog? You know what I'm saying? Should I move the dog out of here? He's not gonna go. Because I'm sorry, Cooper, you can't have the stick right now. Okay. I took it away. I took away his fake stick. Fuck. The worst. So I didn't really have a girlfriend senior year of high school, and then I didn't have a girlfriend freshman year of college, and then I started dating this other girl. 
and then dating and then flirting with you. So when you said to me, you have to break up with her, and I realized that you are, you know, a fine piece of some fish, a fine salmon I need to catch. I was the fine salmon. I was really leaping over the yes. waves. I, you were like a grizzly. You were like... <laughs> <laughs> so I threw away the, the pathetic fish that was yeah, in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. little minnow. Yes, yes. In like the most pathetic way possible. Like I... I am to her at like 11 a.m. being like... 11 p.m.? 11 p.m. being like... Oh, wait. I love the idea that it was 11 a.m. and it took until the <laughs> evening for you to show no, up in a room. It was like 11 p.m. and we were talk- talking and I was just like, oh, we need to talk. And How long into the I am conversation were I think were pretty you? quickly. But like, what a pathetic thing. We need to talk. Like, you have no idea how to say something. Like, Can I like, interrupt you just for one moment? To tell you my favorite I am conversation of all time that I can remember. Okay. I'm in law school. You've heard this story countless times. I'm in law school. This is a separate story altogether. Go on. You think so? No. Go on. I'm in law school. There's a couple that started dating in law, law school. Kevin and Melanie. And I don't care about using their names because who the fuck cares? Anyway, Kevin and Melanie are dating. They both go to my law school. Kevin and I are I aming. And he says, hey, how was your weekend? And I said, good, how was your weekend? And he said, not great, Melanie was sick. And I said, oh, that's too bad, there's a cold going around. And he writes back, two words, yeast infection, <laughs> with a frowny face. I, just, I mean, I, I can't wonder if even Melanie believe knew. It. He must, I mean, you were not the only person he told. Why would he tell a random person that his girlfriend had a yeast infection? Like. That's that's ridiculous to me. Like, oh yeah, David's sick this weekend. Herpes outbreak. Right. You would never tell anybody. So he told, and he told a lot of people because you definitely weren't the only no, one. No, I was not his the close friend. And then she was like, "Can I just talk to you?" So then I trudged up to. She lived in South. And I have to talk to her at three a.m. Now the dog has a tennis ball that is making noise. <laughs> Sounds like bellows for a fireplace. Like, um, so I remember the next day was the day that we. And then you were there for how long? I don't know. I feel like you were there for hours. <laughs> no, I don't think I was there for Cooper, hours. Cooper, seriously, dude, put the ball down. It's crazy it to think that even at that time you had the Baja. Yeah, I didn't wear it though. No, it was stupid. You would have gotten so many more girls to dump you in college had you worn the Baja. You have to have a certain different lifestyle to always wear a Baja. I know. In college. I know. I know. We have one listener who can pull it off. Mr. Yeah. Tim Daly. He can rock a Baja until he's 85 years old. And you'd be like, that makes total sense. That Tim is still wearing a Baja. <laughs> right? Because he just... Born so, with a Baja. That should be like... Born with a Baja. Uh, bumper sticker. And I'd be Baja babe. Because that's a person who's obsessed with people with Bajas. <laughs> you kind of are. I know. Um, but yeah, so I was so excited to see you. And um, I love also that we celebrate like this silly, like, we made out, so that means we're together. Like, there are plenty of people right. who make out, they just hook up with somebody one night at a bar, and then they don't even know the person I, ever again. I'm so happy that we celebrate our dating anniversary versus our wedding anniversary, which is an arbitrary date that we picked because it was on the more affordable end of the summer. Right. right? My parents celebrate the day they met, too. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Maybe you brought it to me, I mean. 
Because I, I, I didn't... Now he's gonna fucking bark? No, it's not that I brought it to you because when you when people are dating, they celebrate their like month anniversaries. Yeah, but then it, you move on, and by the time you get married, most people have said, "Okay, now our anniversary but they is our marriage it. date." But they would know it still. You think so? I well, th- I think there's lots of people that are like, I think it was like the spring of my senior what year. What still is so sappily sweet about our celebration of this day is that because it is your month anniversary. Like when you're dating, if you and I ever see the twelfth of a month, we will say it to each other. I know, I know. I love you so much. <laughs> I mean, as we clinked our glasses together and said "Happy Anniversary," and I'm looking at like this snobby beer that we're drinking and thinking back to, you know, we started out our relationship over Blue Light. Oh, crappiest beers like, in the world. Everything we've been through since then. Remember, I had a fucking parakeet, and then I had two. I had two parakeets. You had many more piercings. You had a bar in your upper ear that went through two holes. No, no, no. No, it didn't. I just had a, I just had a ring. Oh, I thought you had a bar. No, I still have fucking scar tissue. I mean, you can feel this shit. It's crazy. That's Italy. That's Florence, Italy, nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> scar tissue right there. The the wild, which is not wild at all, which is very typical path we've been on. It's just so amazing, and I. I like you so much. I mean, like, I love you so much. I mean, I will go that far. I will say I love you so much. I'm obsessed with you. You told me you loved me sometime in the end of that summer. Because mm-hmm. we were in Hoboken. But I said it in French, so it didn't count. No, not when you told me the first time. Oh, okay. Oh, see, I don't remember when you said it to so. me. You better have said it immediately. I don't remember when I said it to you either, but I remember when you said it to I me. I think you held out. I think you held out, like, in a stupid romantic comedy way. Like... You forgot to say it. Three words are really, truly so sacred to you that you wouldn't lie and use them. Right, no, you like, can't. give you're me like, a break. You're like saying it on the life of your mother and right, grandparents. Right, your dead grandparents. You never really talk about you having long-term boyfriends in high school. You yeah, talk about like your silly dates here and there to the kids, and they like eat it up so much to hear about you going to Burger King and shit. The kid Tyler that they mock me about... Um, we made out for like a solid three months every day after school in his bedroom at his mother's house, who was a divorcee who had to work, and so her teenage son had to be home. We just made out constantly, <laughs> him rubbing over my sports bra. I mean, it was like, but, but yeah, so that went on for months before, like, you know, he broke up with me, and that's what the kids like go on and on about, like, Tyler dumped you, like. <laughs> Best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, <laughs> so. You may not remember this. It might be edited out because you're like, this is too personal. Oh, God. But do you remember one time, I remember vividly talking to you on the phone at like, God knows what time, midnight or one in the morning or something, on a Saturday or a Friday night, when you were at UB Law and you said something like, I don't think we could, I could make the long distance. I don't remember that at all. Why did I say that? I don't know. I was in shock when you said that. Well, maybe I was just feeling weepy and, and fishing for compliments and like, no, we have to make it work. Maybe I was just being a manipulative jerk. Have you ever considered that? I don't know. I, well, I don't know why I really drunk. said it. Do you know how drunk I was in law school all the time? I mean, that was the weirdest experience of my life. I mean, being surrounded by overachiever dweebs who all of a sudden 
think they're like the hottest shit in the world because they're all at school together. Like, I'm in law school. So they're all acting like egomaniacs and sleeping with each other. Like, Cooper, back it up. Sleeping with each other and making out and going to bar nights. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm just going to drink. I drank way more in law school my first year than I did in all of college, all four years combined. I mean, I threw up many, many times. I hated it. So, well, I'm making it sound very dramatic, but it was so socially weird because these people, like, imagine, imagine people that are not particularly socially capable. And then imagine an entire school full of those people. (laughs) So then they're like... All they can do is drink? Well, that was all I could do to cope because it was... These people didn't know how to communicate because with each other. Because you were in denial that you were like one of these people? Yeah. Turns out I'm one of those fucking people. <laughs> um, no, I really think I wasn't one of those people. I mean, one of those people, if you remember... First of all, she became so obsessed with me. And she ultimately like thought I betrayed her in some way. So she stopped talking to me. And then she wrote me like a 10-page letter. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. And she also told me one time... <laughs> Basically what? Like if I squint hard enough, I can see Albany from no. here? No. She said... Oh, you can see the Empire State Building. building in Albany, yeah. you can see the Empire State Building. Yeah, she was really entrenched on that position 300 well. miles away right. or something. Right. Right. right? The limit is like 30 miles. Right. Well, and with her naked eye. Right. She actually wears glasses. Right. Like she can see all that. Well, right. it's like a Schenectady church. Right. So, <laughs> anyway, it was a, it was a very... Um, freaky experience so I just wonder if I made that statement to you in a drunken state because I was I mean I went to class but plenty of times on Friday I went to class thinking I'm going to die because I went out last night and I need tons of Gatorade and some French toast French toast is good like did you have Gatorade and French toast no but I would if you offered it to me French toast French toast is a good drunk food yeah Cause it's like eggy, a little fatty. Put that fucking maple syrup Sweet. on it. Yeah, you're good to go. Um, yeah, but I didn't. I was so taken aback by when you said that because I didn't know what was the impetus for it. Like, it's, is it another person? You know, like. No, as I just explained, it was most definitely not another person. I saw the gentlemen that were in your class with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. I was very intimidated. You should have been. Coop, leave it. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us, check us out on Instagram at Fully Functional Parents. Please and thank you.